going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 189 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. And Shelly Walter. Hello. Today we're geeking out about Final Fantasy VII Remake, allowing turn-based combat, the end of Movie Pass, and an official Jurassic World short that's actually pretty cool. A special shout-out to our patrons at patreon.com slash Grace. Specifically, Brian Strother, Jordan Garner, Casey Covell, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, David Corey, Hannah Bacon, Mouse Potatoes, Dan Alo, Trey Brayban, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., Hannah Goose. Thank you all so much. And everyone else who gives at patreon.com slash Grace. We appreciate all of you. Before we talk about the video games we've been playing, though, we need to congratulate Ash Ketchum, the 10-year-old who finally <laughs> beat the Pokemon tournament. Uh... In Alola region, right? That's the sun and moon? Yep. So for those who don't know, the Ash Ketchum from the cartoon, like the animated series, has not won a Pokemon tournament in the 20 years of that show ever. And he finally did. It's kind of a big deal. I uh, I was trying to find like legitimate ways to watch this, and I, I found a couple clips on like YouTube. Uh, so I really I want to see this, like the full two episodes in English at some point. I don't think they're quite out yet. Um, and it'll be the first time that I've ever actually like looked up the Pokemon TV show since I was a kid. Yeah, wow. Except for they did that Pokemon Origins, I guess. That was pretty cool. Pokemon yeah. Origins was with Red. I liked that. And it was, yeah. I kind of forgot about that. That was really cool. I wish they would have made more of that. Yeah. Anyways, congratulations, Ash Ketchum. You, yeah. uh, it's a big deal for, for me, uh, even though I'm <laughs> 27 even. years old. Gosh. Uh, what's really cool um, as well for the Smash community, at least, so there's a oh, yeah. top player, his, he goes by um, the name Esam, that's his gamer tag, is Esam, because you don't call people by real names, you know, you call them by <laughs> the gamer tags. Um, he's a Pikachu main, and okay. he's never really won a huge, big, like a, a tournament that this big that happened this last weekend, but he won, and he was joking before going you know getting even into like winners or grand finals he because you you know yeah exactly like ash that news came out about like ash winning the league and so he was tweeting he's like lol does that mean that i'm winning today and it it is and so a lot of people on twitter are going nuts being like oh my gosh like they're connected or you know something (laughs) it's really it was meant to be yeah like let's go pikachu (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome well we can go on to the video games we've been playing. Shelly, I assume you've been playing Smash Bros. Yeah. Yes. I, I had to take a little <laughs> bit of a break from the last weekend. The last weekend being the big tournament that was here, Port Priority. That took a lot out of me. I had to take a little bit of a break, but I'm kind of back in it now. Um, but yes. Yes, I've been playing Smash. And Fire Emblem. Because, duh. <laughs> And I think I still have played a little bit of Wizard Legend. But no, I haven't played anything new. Of course. Okay. <laughs> Joe's been playing quite a few new games. I was yeah, and some oldies. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear them. yeah, go for it. All right. So first, let me talk about this game that I am playing called Caravan Stories. It's a free-to-play MMO on PlayStation 4. I will write up a an official review for Geeks Under Grace. It sounds like an it, Oregon Trail title. Like or you could make it Oregon Trail caravan stories, and I would believe you. Yeah, that that would actually kind of work. That might be more fun. Yeah, is it about a caravan? Oh. What's it What's it about? It's a so you you have a caravan and you're going across the world, but it's a JRPG. You've got as of right now, I've got three main characters. I started as a dwarf, and you can get like enemies, monsters that you kill can join your party. Okay. Um, but it is free to play, so like upgrading your caravan. It's your caravan's like a big crab that that follows you around and has a house inside of it, kinda like Mr. Howl's moving castle or something. Sounds like a RPG. It reminds me of uh Seven Deadly Sins. They're the big pig. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cute game. I I love the art style. The art style looks great. This game is confusing as all get out. It took me like 45 minutes to figure out what I was doing. The translations are kind of rough. Mm. Um, 
And I've, I'm just letting the whole thing auto-battle, even though you can do it yourself. Because now I've got like seven things on screen that my, my team are doing. Eh, whatever. Sounds I'll, like I'll a free a JRPG. It, it is free to play. And like I said, <laughs> so if you start an upgrade in your thing, it'll take real time unless you pay for, you know, you use a real money currency to pay for finish it now sort of thing. Is this fully free or is this PS Plus free? I don't know because I've never not had PS Plus. Okay, that's fair. I don't have PS Plus right now, so I'm like, eh. <laughs> hey, Cody, you could answer that question for me later. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that for you. Okay, cool. Um, also, this week I played the COD Modern Warfare beta. Got, played it a little bit. Um, this coming weekend, in fact, this is one of the gaming news articles, so I'll go ahead and mention it. This coming weekend, Modern Warfare's beta is going to be cross play. They're going to be testing out cross play. Between PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Okay, cool. So this will be the first... Well, this will be like the first major AAA title to straight up launch with crossplay. So And I'm trying to think. How many other games do you think of PS4? PS4 hasn't been doing a lot of crossplay, have they? Or have they kind of changed their ways on that? Uh, I know Smite is crossplay now. Um, Fortnite, right? Fortnite, yeah, yeah, um, Fortnite. They kind of got drug into was, Fortnite. One of the first ones. Okay, yeah, I haven't heard too much about any any others. So that's cool. PlayStation, but I'm I'm super. Yeah, I'm really looking forward. I like Modern Warfare. I like the Call of Duty games. I always have. I review them every year. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting my hands on the full version of this because they've got they've got a ground war mode in this one that was in the beta. Thirty two versus thirty two. Cool. That's a huge game of Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. So, <laughs> That's yeah. fun. Like a night vision only mode where everything's in the dark and everybody's got night vision Ooh. goggles on. They're doing some creative stuff this time around. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I played Greedfall. That came out last week. Oh, it's, I heard about that. So it's like a 1700s, 1800s, almost like a Bioware style RPG where you're running around. The combat's in real time, but you've got these crazy you know, uh, conversation trees and all that sort of stuff. I've played enough to get off the starting island, fought the first major boss, kind of sample it around. I've played about three hours. Seems pretty promising so far. There's a little bit of jank, as as a lot of spider stuff it has, but uh, it's it's got a lot of promise too. Uh, the dude looks like a pirate on the picture. I'm just looking at, and it. that's that's accurate. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's 1700s, 1800s era. You can cool. be a melee guy, you can specialize in firearms, or you can specialize in magic, if that tells you kind of the world setting there. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty. fun. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. Um, and then Damon X Machina came out Friday, and I mm-hmm. put several hours into that over the weekend. If you've ever... I, last week I said that it plays kind of like a... That I had heard that it plays kind of like a... Uh, one of those mech combat games, mm-hmm. Armored Core. And, and I got my hands on it, put several hours into it. It feels like an Armored Core game, but streamlined more just to be straight combat-oriented without a lot of chaos. You can still customize your mechs, customize your character uh, down to the nines if you want, but in missions, it, stuff goes pretty quick. Cool. And it's got pretty decent storytelling so far, too. That's awesome. And then finally, for my backlog, I played ReCore and LiveLock. I tried to beat ReCore. I put like five hours into it, thought I beat the boss, and then found out that I had to do a bunch of random open world stuff Hmm. that was going to take another five to ten hours, so I abandoned it. (laughs) I'm not going to finish ReCore. You're not going to finish it? No. Okay. No. Dang. I got my feel of that. And an abandon with, with enough hours and stuff, when everybody agrees on it, still counts as a negative one on Backlog Golf. So I paid my dues on that one. <laughs> and then Live Lock is finally the other one. And it's been around for a little while, but I've played it on Xbox. It's You, you play as a robot, but it's kind of a Diablo-style game. Isometric, you're welling through waves and waves of enemies. Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I, I do plan to finish it unless something crazy happens. Awesome. So sorry for all the chaos, but that's I had a busy week. Yeah, that's a lot of games. What about you, Cody? I've just been dipping back into that Super Nintendo thing on Nintendo. Oh, nice. 
really kind of living a lot. I beat Super Mario World. Um, such a good game. I, cool. I talked about it a ton last time. Uh, I still need to beat the special levels on there, uh, but beat the the main part of the game. Want to do the special levels? They're they're difficult and tricky. Like the fun. Star Worlds. Yeah, so you get into the Star Worlds and then you get into the middle part, and then when you go to the middle part, it brings you to another little map that's a straight line. Man, that game is so rich. Like everything about that game. Yeah. Super, super good. Oh, it's so good. I said I was going to play more Yoshi's Island, and I didn't, because I, I just don't know. I'm just not, like, into Yoshi's Island very much. I'll try to play it before at some point. Um, but I actually went and played Breath of Fire. Interesting. Dragon Fire. Because you're not a huge turn-based JRPG guy, are you? No. So, like, I liked Chrono Trigger, and I'm really liking Octopath. I've been playing Octopath on and off. Talked about it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping... Because Chrono Trigger was a Super Nintendo game, the Breath of Fire would be also like a Chrono Trigger esque type thing, and it's definitely not that. It feels much more like the original Final Fantasy to me with better graphics. Okay. And so, so much so that like you, you're in a town, you leave that town, and that town is now this like little castle emblem, like Final Fantasy has. Okay. For the those who played the original Final Fantasy, you know what I'm talking about. And then there is green and water surrounding your little like where you can walk. Um, it it looks like an uprezzed Final Fantasy in that way. I mean, it was yeah, it was a Super Nintendo era JRPG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it like, was the first game in that franchise too. Yeah, that makes sense. Like it's very new. I feel like Chrono Trigger was way more advanced than this game is. Yeah, well, Chrono Trigger is also a Super Nintendo game, so yeah, mm-hmm. I'm assuming maybe Super that probably came out a few years later in the life of the Super Nintendo. This might have been earlier, um, but. All that being said, and being very rudimentary, there's a couple things in there that surprised me. That I, you, they almost seem ahead of their time. There is a night and day oh. uh, effect going on. I don't know if that's okay. going to affect the gameplay in any way, but I thought that was crazy for it to get dark. I was trying to figure out why the colors had changed. And then I realized once it got dark, I was like, oh, it's nighttime. I thought like nighttime. I was dying or something. <laughs> okay. Man. And then it has animals, and I was chasing the animals around, and I couldn't catch them. I was like, "What is what is this?" Uh, I looked it up, and there's actually a hunting mechanic in the game. You can hunt these animals uh, if you get a certain character. They shoot a bow at it, I think, and then you can actually like use that for HP. Oh. Yeah. That I mean, for it, as old as this game is, it seems really. Um, Ahead of its time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I put it. Cool. So I probably will play a little bit more of it, but there's no way I'm going to beat this game. I'm. It's so run into something, fight it. Run into something, fight it. Uh, yeah. I'm already kind of a little bored with it, but I want to see a little bit more of the world. Um, it does have an auto battle thing, but it's not until you get into the battle that you can turn that on. So it is kind of nice to have, but I wish that I could have just turn that on in like an options button and run around and do that. Yeah. But it's nice to have. It also might be a PC version. I'm not sure on this because when I went into the settings, they had like a, it almost looked like key mapping, but I didn't, I don't know if I was reading that right and I can't get back to that menu without starting a new game. Okay. It was like A, B, X, Y, but it was like, it's a keys. So I don't know if it, like they just took an emulate version of the game or like a computer version of the game and just threw it on there okay because uh, then they do a final fantasy 7 they like did a the steam version yeah so maybe that's what they did but it, that seems kind of weird for super nintendo or for nintendo to just take an emulated game and throw it on there and call it good yeah i mean they i have heard of them doing that before also this is kind of fun i thought we could move on I think it's kind of clever. Uh, from what I was reading, I was trying to figure out the, the default name for the character because you don't get one. And you can name it whatever you want. I wanted to name it whatever you're supposed to be named. I'm not creative. And I saw that people use Ryu from Capcom. Capcom yeah. helped make this game. Oh. I was going to say, that, yeah, this is a Capcom game, yeah. And so I was like, all right, well, maybe Makes his name sense. is Ryu. Well, the reason that people started calling him Ryu is because on an instruction booklet or a strategy guide or something, one of the names on the load screen for like for their load file was Ryu. And so it probably <laughs> wasn't this character's actual name. It was like Capcom, so someone named him Ryu because it was a Capcom reference. Okay. I thought that was really funny. I could see that. Yeah. 
It's, it's weird. <laughs> I guess his name would be like Hero or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that was kind of a fun tidbit. Yeah. But I'll probably I'll probably be diving into these games for quite a while. Like I said, I, there's a lot of those games that I should wish I would have played as a kid that I haven't yet. So Rock. Super Metroid's on that list for sure. Oh, good man. Yeah. What's going on in the gaming news? So, Final Fantasy VII. They had Tokyo Game Show this past week. They showed off some footage of like that that uh, FedEx game. I can't. Talking to SquareSoft. The FedEx game. FedEx. I can't. The game. I can't remember the name of the game. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. They showed off more of that. Kind of showed off some gameplay and stuff of that. Um, I'm sadly but, less excited about that the more I learn about it. Yeah, I kind of am too. I'm I'm trying to keep myself as in the dark as I can. I did hear that there was a pretty neat combat sequence, so I guess there is going to be reasonable combat in the game. That'd be cool. And I'm sure the story is going to be fantastic. That's kind of... He's already saying they're going to need sequels. Okay. So. Cool. The story he wants to tell won't be done in this one game. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not Um, the new story. I'll let you go. Yeah. Yeah. So Final Fantasy VII, they revealed... That Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to get its own turn-based combat system, which makes cool. me ecstatic because that's exactly what I, I wanted. This fresh coat of paint that we got, you know, this right. amazing-looking new game with that classic turn-based combat. That's so, what I wanted. In Final Fantasy VII, were you learning new moves? I didn't play a lot of it as a kid. I yeah, so a you get bit. new moves, new limit breaks, and stuff, and then you can equip materia to augment your skills and stuff. So I wonder how that will work with non-turn-based combat. If like, are you learning those skills during the non-turn-based yeah, combat? Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, I don't know how they're doing balanced or anything. Like, are they going to change who the stats of the boss or whatever you're fighting depending on what game's play style you you want to play? Or do you choose it from the beginning and have to go through that the entire game? Do you that would just be switch my guess. it on and off because I can yeah, I can understand it if it's like right from the beginning. Um, but I, I'm, I think of, um... But changing it back and forth would make it really difficult to make the gameplay. Yeah, it makes smooth. me think yeah. a bit of, a. Uh, it's definitely not the same thing, but Dragon Age Origins, and some of the other Dragon Age games too, I think actually all of them, but for some reason Origins is the one that sticks out to me. Um, they have, like, a tactical mode, so you could, it just, everything, because you could just, um, do a classic sort of action RPG, fire, 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 do this special spell, do this special ability, whatever, um, but you can also like have it totally stopped and then just plan out, you know, be very strategic. Like, move okay, you're going to do this here. You're going to do this here. And then that turn goes and then you do it. So it's, it's almost like a turn-based thing, but it's, it's not necessarily, but, um, that's something you could just switch on and off no matter what. Um, right. but I feel like with this, yeah, it'd be hard to imagine them doing something like that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the action RPG-esque game style would hurt the turn-based game style in some ways yeah it's like so, either yeah. it would make sense if you turn it on and off or yeah i, I mean, turn it on once yeah yeah you choose the beginning of the game right i, I would assume that it's going to be set this up at the beginning of the game and just go yeah. but super cool that you have that option yeah that, yeah, that yeah. helps the replayability of it i bet i right. mean who knows that they're going to have like any sort of new game plus or anything i'd but it'd be cool you know if you're right. that into the story uh, and you were like, okay, I turned it. I, I played it with this game mode, and I want to try it with the other one. Like, that's pretty cool. I think I yeah. like more options. Yeah. It really does kind of make it two different games. Same mm-hmm. story. Yeah, totally. So I'm I'm glad they're including that as an option, so that I can at least get my try. You know. Yeah. Um, Apple Arcade. Apple released information. They're going to be releasing Apple Arcade on September 19th. Which let's see, that's this week, right? Yeah, that should oh, be Thursday. Yeah, that'll be Thursday. The day after this comes out. Um, $5 a month. They're going to have 100 exclusive games. Okay. And I think some of those you can use, like you're going to be able to sync your Xbox and PlayStation controller to. That's cool. So they may be substantial offerings. Uh, I, 100 exclusive games. I bet maybe three or four of those are substantial. I would say, I'm so. sure not all of them will be, yeah. I mean, of the 100, there will probably be four or five, yeah. I'm surprised that it says exclusive. I mean, that's a, kind of a big deal to say 100 exclusive and not just... Uh, I mean, 100 games for I mean, $4.99 a month would be great. They had something like... I think it was like $2 billion that they were putting toward the development of games and, and the securing of right. properties for this. So, Okay. I wonder. They're spending some real cash on it. Luckily, so like I've... We've been made fun of me many a times for my Mac, uh, but my wife is actually the the Apple like fan. So we have an iPad that I've never 
played with and she's got her iphone um and if we play anything it'll probably be on one of those two devices i like how you say we have an ipad i've never played with <laughs> that means she has an ipad she has an ipad <laughs> well i might i might take a look at it now if i can play some yeah. games on it um yeah. yeah i'm worth checking out i guess yeah uh and then finally the video game re- re- i did it again video game awards <laughs> Will be live streamed on Thursday, December twelfth. Uh, that was cool. put out on Twitter. So I was talking it. with you guys before the show. There's not been a lot of huge releases out quite yet. You said this last week has probably been the most like award-winning releases. Oh, last week was bananas. Yeah, there was a lot. Yeah, I just so. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the things that I'll maybe. I'm thinking of cyberpunk. I'm thinking of, of all my friends who are excited about a really big game coming out. They thinking of cyberpunk. And as far as I'm, isn't that coming in 21? I think it's next year. Yeah. Next year. So I don't know, maybe. And I'm like I, very excited for animal crossing. That's 21. So yeah, I don't know. I think Death there's training lots, will be this year. That's true. So that's like the big one that's happening this year, I think. But I feel like there's a lot of things that's sort of like leading up to, um, you know, early 2021, or mid twenty twenty one releases, yeah. so I think those are fair. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Yeah. Or is it twenty twenty one or twenty twenty? Next, I thought Cyberpunk was coming out next year, but I could be wrong. Thought what was? Cyberpunk was coming out next year. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Cyberpunk. Oh, that's is what next I mean. It's twenty nineteen. Yeah. For the entire time, I said twenty one. Pretend I said twenty because <laughs> for some reason, I, sure. I, like, I oh, feel like we're a year in the future. We're in the future. In the year 2000. I don't have 2020 vision, y'all. I just saw the pull <laughs> list, and there's a game that I really want that I'm not going to play for a while. Oh, yeah? Well, let's get into the pull list, then. Yes. Good one. Castle Crashers Remastered comes out this week. If you haven't played the original Castle Crashers, it was one of my favorite Xbox Live Arcade games. Get two or three friends, okay. sit down, and y'all can just crush stuff. A lot <laughs> of fun. Uh, Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch Remastered That's is coming sequel? out this week. No, that's the it's song. it's the fir- it's the remaster of the first game. Nice. Okay, cool. The first game's better than the second, by the way, in my opinion. Yeah, the first one's a lot more like a Pokemon game, where the second one they kind of changed it up a bit. Mm-hmm. I remember you saying that. Um, Niflheim. I'm not exactly sure what this is, but it's Viking based, so I know LJ's going to want to look at it. Okay. And then it's finally, a very Viking sounding name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening is coming yeah. to the Switch this week. I didn't realize it was coming out so soon. Yeah, I did Dude, not the, realize it was this week. <laughs> with those NPD numbers, like, Switch has been killing it lately. Yeah. I'm so happy. After the failure of the Wii U, I'm glad the Switch is doing so well. Yeah. Making yeah, they're doing really good. Really good games. They are doing well. That's it for gaming this week. Cool. You guys been watching any movies? <laughs> yes. What movie have you watched? Uh, I watched Captain Marvel last week. I hadn't seen it yet. Oh, what'd you think? I thought it was okay. Okay. That's it. Just okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's not my favorite Marvel movie at all, but it does fill in a gap. Like, there there are elements of the lore that I didn't know before. The whole shape-shifting people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's fun. But... Yeah, and, and going back to the 80s, like, having her, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but the way that she, the place that she lands when she hits Earth. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. 90s. 90s? I think it's 80s. Yeah, I guess it is 90s. They got, yeah. they got, she's wearing a grunge outfit. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's definitely 90s. Cool. Um, yeah, so I saw that, and then I took Rachel and we went and watched It Chapter 2, which, disclaimer, I typically don't do scary stuff. Yeah. Did you Rachel see the original it? So. I did, actually. And I actually did like the original it. Nice. Yeah. Well, not the original original. The original. The first it, the, or the original it. The first remade it. of them now. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of jump scares in this one. Okay. But it's funny d- still? Uh, nah. Not so much. And it's no. long. It's like three hours long. Oh, wow. Ugh. It's a long movie. I don't think I can handle that. Well, I don't think I can handle any of them, so... 
That's a no. I like if I can get through it, you can one. get through it. <laughs> yeah, there's not so much humor in this one. It's it's all a lot. I mean, they they stay steady and hard with the dark stuff. Yeah, because they're okay. they're the kids are older now, right? They're like adults. That's like oh, they are adults thing. in this one. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the whole thing's well, like they're kind of coming back to Derry the next time, mm-hmm. 27 years later. Yeah. Okay. Well, that takes place in the 80s. Mm, not, the, not the second one. No, the first one did. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's cool. all I saw this week. Cool. Sweet. What about you, Shelly? I saw the second Fantastic Beast movie, Crimes of Grindelwald. Ooh. yeah i saw it i was a while back i i kind of happened wanting to watch it just because i'm curious about it i've heard so many weird things people mm-hmm. saying that it's not a good movie and that it changes the canon of like harry potter lore and all this other stuff so i was just really curious about it i i wasn't expecting a good movie um i wasn't really sure what i was expecting and yeah it was really weird and unnecessary a lot of unnecessary <laughs> stuff it's I, I love eddie redmayne so i was kind of just i was in it for him i think newt as a character is pretty great um <laughs> i like seeing the animals and stuff because that's so here's the here's the thing it's like the fantastic beast movie the the first one like it's called fantastic beasts and where to find them and so and it's newt and he's on this mission to learn more about these magical creatures like that's that's the movie it makes a lot of sense but the second movie it's like okay now you have this character who has this sort of shtick if you will like this interest in magical creatures thrown in an entirely different situation where he doesn't really belong like these movies should not be connected i think they just are they have the same characters and they're forcing these characters to do the same like it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me like Newt's great, but I, there's no reason he should be doing any of this stuff. And they're throwing in yeah. magical creatures just for the heck of it, not because it makes sense, <laughs> but right. just because just it happens story. to be related to Fantastic Beasts. And they're like, "Oh, Newt's here, so we gotta do something for him." You know, it's really right. weird. Yeah. yeah, it's it's strange. I had forgotten to put it in uh, the notes, and I probably wouldn't have anyways because it's heavily rumored. But there is possibly a Cursed Child movie in the works. And oh, interesting. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe and all of them, Emma Watson, are rumored to return. That would be nuts. That would yeah, be really interesting. Be cool. I don't know. Uh, I don't trust Jake. But it's heavily rumored. I really don't trust her. After all this crap, I don't know. I don't know what the cursed child has to offer. I've heard a lot of weird things from that as well, which makes me hesitant to read the screenplay, watch the. I own it, and I haven't read it yet. Yeah. I don't know. She's just makes these decisions that make no sense like the second fantastic beast movie like the fact that there's supposed to be five of them you know yeah there's gonna be five of them yeah and the book they're based on is this tiny little book no exactly and i think it was i i I was kind of okay with them making that first movie i was like you know what sure like let's let's get put this stuff on the on a big screen It'd it'd be cool to see it I would rather it, it not be, be Fantastic Beasts, but its own thing in the Harry Potter world. I, I would be okay with that. Yeah. I didn't need it to be Fantastic Beasts, though. Like, that part threw me off because I own that little book. Yeah. And when I say little book, I'm not talking about like, The Hobbit. It's like a third the size of The Hobbit. It reminds me of a... I mean, that was sort of the same situation with How to Train Your Dragon, right? Like, it came from this book that had sort of... Little, like, pictures and stuff. Pictures and stuff, and it had, I think... Hiccup was a character. I never read the book. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I don't either. All I know is that the is book like a... and the movies aren't that connected. <laughs> yeah. It's the book for this is like an encyclopedia of the different creatures in the Harry Potter world. But and it's, it's like supposed a name to of something be like written by Newt, right? Isn't that that? Right. That's the whole oh, yeah, thing. Yeah. Is that he probably wrote he wrote the book and they and they mention it in the movies. They mention that he yeah. wrote a book and that's the book. Yeah. So I think that makes more sense, actually. To me. I should just have some random. But there's no reason to have more than that. There's no reason to have a movie about Grindelwald. There's no reason to have Young Dumbledore. Yeah. Like, and there's other characters in there I just don't necessarily want to spoil. But there's just it's all extremely unnecessary to everything. Yeah, the, there. I know exactly what she's trying to do with with that. Yeah. But 
Yeah. I mean, if you're a Harry Potter oh. fan and you haven't seen it, go watch it and complain about it with me. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Cool. So that's what I watched. I didn't see any movies this week, so we can get into movie what's going news. on in the movie news. Movie news. We Do got it. some pretty cool movie news. So we got a tweet from James Gunn um, that shows a fairly full, if not completely full, cast for at least major characters in the next Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. So we got yeah. some really big names in there. We got John Cena. We got Idris Elba. We got Taika Waititi, which is like, hey, is this turning into a Marvel movie? We have Nathan yeah. Fillion. Sean Gunn, Peter Capaldi, and a number of other people, including Margot Robbie, which yeah. obviously, like, she was in the first one, so they yeah. keep her. But worth noting that this too. is going to be at least connected to the first movie. Yeah, yeah. He so. won't say if it's a reboot or a sequel, which I think is really exactly weird. like it, they refer to it as the Suicide Squad. Like, and and some people refer to it as a sequel, but it's really not that clear. I mean, they, I believe, um, the original plan for Idris Elba was to have him be. Uh, Will Smith's character. Deadshot. Yeah, but I don't think that's true anymore. I think he's playing something else. I think he's playing... Uh, oh, I can't remember the dude's name. Something Tiger. People know what I'm talking about. Oh, I don't know. He's basically about. DC's Wolverine. I'm sure I got yelled at for saying that, but he's uh, a little religious, like in a good way. A little religious. Hmm. It's kind of cool. So if you watch the last animated Suicide Squad movie they made, I can't remember the name of it, um, he is... Is Crimson Tiger? Chrome uh, Tiger? Something like that. I can't remember. Either way. Bronze um, Tiger says LJ. Bronze Tiger. That's probably... That, I think that's right. In that, he is kind of left his criminal ways and has actually like become a Christian and um, gets thrown back into this and they suicide squad him and are like, we're going to blow you up if you don't do this job for us. Yeah. Uh, and has to, even though he doesn't want to, uh, a bit for huh. religious reasons. Yeah. But yeah, so we got some huge names. Uh, P- James Gunn. I almost said Peter Gunn. Why did I almost say that? It's because I read the name Peter Capaldi. James Gunn did tweet with this picture with all the cast um, cast members saying, don't get too attached. So that pretty much... I feel much... like he went to DC, went to Warner Bros. and was like, who can I? Who am I allowed to kill? Yeah, pretty much. He's like, I just want to <laughs> kill everyone. Like... So, what villains do you not need because they're going to be in my movie? Yep. So, <laughs> I mean, this could be a great turnaround for this franchise. I heard the first Suicide movie was trash. Um, so it'd be really cool to see a good one. The soundtrack I was awesome. Was I liked the soundtrack. I think the original yeah, Suicide Squad was trying very hard to be a Marvel movie, and everyone got mad and was like, it's just like a Marvel movie, only worse. And it was like, yeah, but. We wanted to stop being brooding and dark all the time. Yeah. yeah. I like a little levity. It'll be interesting yeah. to see um, how James Gunn really makes this happen. So. That'd be good. All it's right, obviously, so. with this cast, very different from uh, Star-Lord. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. Except for Taika, who's... No, he wasn't in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was in Thor. Yeah, directed Thor Ragnarok. He was. It was space, okay. Yeah, they're both in space. Yeah. Everyone's crossed over now. Um, but I think everyone was worried because the Suicide Squad, the original one, was very like kind of a spoof off of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like they're really similar, mm-hmm. and so everyone was like, "Oh, now James Gunn's literally going over and making this movie." Yeah, and he's literally making DC's version. Um, and I think this is kind of going to show that they're very different entities. Totally. I mean, for. if it if we get more, if we get some trailers out and if they look good, I might go see it. Honestly, if, yeah, if I'll, that means I'll I don't, probably go watch it. As long as that means I don't have to watch the first one. I I, watched, I liked the first one. I watched the Cinema Sins. Does that count? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but no, it's they completely like rag on whatever movie. Oh, yeah, it's basically a humorous entertainment, um, entertaining way of of uh, counting the sins in a movie but basically just like saying like their mistakes and things they get really complex okay. with it and it's mo- it's mostly meant for entertainment and for you know all jokes and stuff it's okay it's curse heavy but it's very amusing so yeah that's all i will say birds of prey kind of freaks me out and that'll come out before this that's true 
So hopefully that movie does okay, or that might hurt Suicide Squad. Yeah, because Margot Robbie yeah. is the one connecting everything. <laughs> yep. She is our Iron Man. That's yeah. a weird idea. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Our next cool. bit of news, <laughs> just moving on, is uh, we talked a lot about MoviePass in the past uh, on this podcast. If, you, if you've been a long-time pass. listener of this podcast, you probably remember us having lots of conversations about MoviePass when it was <laughs> still a thing, and then when it was not really a thing anymore. Well, guess what? Now it's officially not a thing. If you didn't think... Yeah. If you thought it had a chance, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's super... <laughs> it's dead. Like, they're officially This is like that favorite down. fanship that you were putting together. <laughs> and you're, it's not going to happen. It's just not. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're not familiar with MoviePass, basically, it was a type of subscription service where you can just watch... Like, back in the heyday, you'd pay, like, what, like, 10 bucks to be able to watch, like, a movie every day. Yeah, it was kind of insane, it but it also did not give them money. And then when they tried to change it to get more money out of it, people didn't like that, obviously. Um, and then it got really, really unpopular. People didn't really use it anymore. And there was actually a while, and there was a time in which they said, "Okay, we're going to change it up. We're going to, you know, upgrade. I don't know, do something different." Wait, there's a chance for us. Either they lied or they just failed because it's officially nothing anymore. Okay. Movie Pass specifically. Not. There are other competitors. Yeah, theaters are going to be doing kind of their own version of that, which makes sense. We kind of sense. predicted that yeah. months ago. Like AMC is doing it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see. I guess if it matches the popularity the Movie Pass had, um, mm-hmm. if it'll make people more loyal to certain theaters. Because I feel like right now people, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I'm not super loyal to theaters. I have some theaters that I prefer just because of the venue and the area, um, the location, but not necessarily like brands like AMC versus, you know, that sort of thing. Um, So we really... I go to the most comfortable. Yeah, totally. What's close, what's comfortable. So um, it'll be cool to see if people start becoming sort of like loyalists to certain theater companies. Be like, oh, well... I have the pass for AMC, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go to this one, or we're gonna go to that one. You know, that'd be interesting to see. I don't know if that'll happen, yeah. but especially given how popular slash unpopular theaters are now, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. It'll be cool. One thing that was super duper, at least I find very unexpected. I don't know if anyone asked for this. We're going to get a Funko Pop movie. Now, if you don't know yeah. the Funko company, um, so you've probably seen pop figures. Have you ever, ever walked into any sort of geeky or comic store? You've seen yep. pop figures. They're freaking oh, yeah. everywhere. They have characters from everything. Like, everything. Anime characters, movie characters. Show characters. Um, celebrities. Literally any sort of pop. Any sort of pop culture anything yeah yeah video games yeah, yeah and, and of like of lots of characters too not just main characters like obscure characters and they have different alternative versions of ones they have like gold ones and so it's i don't have any because i think it would start an unhealthy habit of collecting i think that's what a lot of people are in a lot of people like to collect them and it's just really expensive not to i mean <laughs> if you collect them that's to- totally awesome you do what you want with your money it I sounds just know, be like i'm unhealthy i just know for unhealthy me for it would you. turn unhealthy so and i worry <laughs> Got it. that it's expensive but people do what they want i just want to see goku fight darth vader yeah so that's that's the thing with this movie is they own as we were just talking about so many they have properties to a ton of different stuff to be able to make these pop yeah. figures and if they're able to just utilize anything they want from those for a movie, we're talking Lego movie, but on another level. Yeah. So. They just have weird. To have I wonder how the rights were. Eyes. Yeah, they like, just, I don't. Mm. They were talking about Darth Vader and Deadpool and who else? Like, like My Little Harley Pony. Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> being so in the same weird. room together. And that was like something that's being reported, not confirmed. But how does that work with the rights if Disney's not making this movie? Yeah. It's weird. Uh, I don't... The difference... I don't know. Legos are very, very classic. They're toys. You can interact with them. The whole thing about the movie is that you build stuff. And it's cool. I think one of the things that also... The other thing that 
is unappealing for me for pop figures is that they're literally just collectibles. They're they don't really do anything. I think there are mm-hmm. some that are kind of more toy like, I believe. Um but for the most part they just they just sit on your you know, your desk. So it'll be interesting. I think we have nearly headless Nick and his head actually like pops off. Oh, that's cool. Like, tilts. Okay, I like yeah. that. I it's like, like that. On a hinge. Yeah. Um, but I guess we'll see. We'll just have to see what the the plot would be. What they would be do- like just watching him animated. I feel like I wouldn't even like that, but there are 3 in my office. I just looked. I didn't even think about it. Nice. Is that? I've a, got a Goku. Is that a Sailor Moon? Sailor Moon. Yeah, I see that one. And Deadpool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, it's, it if you collect them, that's totally the cool. But explain to me how you can make a movie out of them. Explain to me how you can make a good plot out of them. I mean, people made mo- things out of Legos. But Legos had I mean, the whole building aspect, interactive. That's like, true. As well as this cool cross between real life and That's imaginary true. life i thought i mean these will literally like just a movie, be so. a great crossover in a cute art style yeah so it's all all you can really do with it i mean i guess we'll see tell us what you guys think you can tweet at us hashtag cool. GOGcast. that's our movie news well from there we'll get into the tv then uh joe did you finish carnival row yet i did yes yeah i got about two more episodes left but i started watching it too okay cool. uh i like it it's good I think it is needlessly dark. I yeah, I could get with that. Yeah, like PG thirteen esque fairy stuff makes way more sense to me than this like dark, grim, uh, Jack the Ripper feel that it's got going on. Um, it's a dark show for fairies and. How's it compare? Uh, I think we stuff. talked about Bright a little bit. And, and comparing it to bright, but like darkness wise, ah, uh, it's dark. Like hmm. they it's are darker than bright. Yeah, you're seeing people at but a, it's a also morgue or an op- like autopsies and stuff. Ooh. Yeah, I think yeah, it's it's much more mature. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't uh, I, th- need I think it's I think it's way better done than bright is too though. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. I think it would be more fun to watch as like a lighter toned thing yeah a little bit more fantastical it's also not very fantastical we were talking i I mentioned to joe is like where the dwarves um they're very specific with like what they show um which are fawn fairies yeah a little house elf looking thing i don't know what those little things are those are kobolds kobolds yeah that's it yeah um i feel like kobolds are pretty cool yeah i like those but it's it's got these very specific like fae, and I I wish it was more into the fantasy altogether. Like there hasn't been any mention of dragons or anything, and I would love to see what a Victorian era world looks like with dragons. Uh, is I don't know if it's based on a book or not though. Too that could be part of the reason for that. Hey, I have a game you could play if you really want to see that. Okay, it's an old one. It's called Arcanum. Arcanum. Okay. Yeah. Sounds cool. Of I like Steamworks and stuff. Magic Obscura. See, that's we need more wizards and stuff in this. It's got it's yeah. very like here's the Fey. They exist. They're going to be our tool uh, to portray racism, and that's about it. Oh, there's racism is super rampant in that. Yeah, I mean it's like almost the that is the vehicle for their discussion on racism, which is cool. Uh, but it seems to be the only real point at this moment for them to have Fey. The six episodes in is yeah. to be a vehicle for racism without talking about I mean, racism. Within, within the cities, that's a big part of it. Yeah. Everyone's got a derogatory name for the different types yeah. of fae. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. there's very much classism going on uh, and racism. Reminds me a little bit of Dragon Age, but Dragon Age is a game and that's a show. Yeah. So a little bit yeah. different. The racism in this is similar to uh, Bright. I can kind of get that connection yeah i don't know it's cool um john not johnny depp (laughs) orlando what's his name orlando bloom does a really good job uh just he was interrogating someone i think it was in the very first episode and you could read his face would do like four or five different things in the span of a few seconds 
yeah. as he was trying to like read the other person and they kind of like they really focused on his face as he was thinking through his questions and the answers um and to see that level of acting was really fun to watch mm. he had to concentrate they were taking the hobbits to isengard <laughs> there are no hobbits nope no hobbits there has been zero reference to him being an elf in a past life okay <laughs> we'll go with that um it's a good show cool. uh are you watching anything else joe no no i'm, I'm all caught up on my weekly episode of uh great british bake-off cool <laughs> okay oh oh i guess yeah we can keep going um i saw titans titan season episode two um and it's it's still good (laughs) i I don't know it's definitely taken this like light-hearted turn um that i'm really enjoying so cool um yeah if you thought titans was a little bit too dark in season one but you did watch it i would tell you to continue watching have you been watching anything, Shelly? Uh, nothing new. I watched a bit of The Office. Because, well, nice. here's the thing. Here's the thing I realized, too, is that when I watched The Office, I wasn't really watching The Office. It was watching kind of sparingly whenever my roommates would watch. So I kind yeah. of, I still say I've seen The Office for the most part, but I never actually, I've, I don't think I've seen the last season. Even though I know kind of know what happens at the last season. I, just, I haven't actually watched it. And there are a lot of episodes here and there that I just haven't seen. So, which was kind of weird for me. So, like, because I was watching my sister and she's like, oh, yeah, like, this episode's great. And I'm like, I don't think I've seen this, <laughs> even though I technically watched the show before her. Anyway, I don't really count that as a new show, though. So that's all okay. I've seen. <laughs> cool. Well, there's a few more things that you can be watching soon daybreak is coming to netflix it is a uh show about the apocalypse like a mad max looking apocalypse but it's very much this like high school thing going on um he's got like a skateboard and he's rolling around and they're using like their school bus um it literally shows the high school jocks cheering for their team they're like i don't know they're like yeah and then it switches to them in like pit fighter gear from like a mad max like fight pit looking thing and then still going yeah um that sounds so super it, weird yeah it's gonna be like really goofy i think it looks like a lot of fun um it's just about a bunch of teenagers like ruling the uh world after it's been destroyed mm-hmm. so, so it's worth a check out nice. trailer out now yeah uh also out now is a short for jurassic world called battle at big rock that was a thing. I, did you, you <laughs> did you not like it? I thought the I thought the graphics and the animation were neat. Okay. Yeah. It felt like part of a movie. Like it felt like the part that didn't belong. <laughs> okay. Man, Joe's spitting fire over here at this this short. Cody made us watch this beforehand. Just letting you guys know. I'm just gonna. I'm just I was gonna like, be I want you guys audience. to know what it is, and I'm excited for it. And I didn't want to just say that it's a thing, and then you guys go, "It is," and I'm like, "All right, let's move on." <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not very invested because I don't. I haven't really seen many of the, the Jurassic movies in general. Okay. Like I've seen Jurassic Park. That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Did, okay, so that's what I think a lot of people are like loving about this because a lot of people are freaking out and saying it's so super good, and I was like, "It's cool." I think it's yeah. It's worth checking I out. I think the animation was cool. I think it's cool for uh, free. I'm glad I didn't get to. I didn't have to pay to watch it. I'm glad it's like <laughs> on YouTube that anyone could watch. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's like only eight minutes long. It's officially made by Jurassic World. I think like that's the channel. Oh, uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, oh, okay. I thought that was a. I thought that was a homebrew thing. I was like, wow, no, that's really not well fan-made. done for a. Yeah, and so if you watch through the credits, then there's a bunch of little things of like. Uh, the dinosaur. This is big spoilers for the movies if you haven't seen the movies yet. But um, you see the dinosaurs in everyday life. The whole short is kind of about dinosaurs showing up in everyday life. Um, I don't know. It's cool. It reminds me of like, the old school Jurassic Park horror esque stuff and less adventury and more be scared dinosaurs exist. It's fun. Uh, and then there is we've talked about the Game of Thrones spinoffs in the past. 
There is a second one we've kind of talked about that being um, looked at. The pilot is now close to being ordered. So it is happening, um, at least the pilot. And what this one is about is the Targaryens, so like Aegorn, um, and then how they came to rise in power. This means nothing to people who haven't watched Game of Thrones. Um, but main characters, ancestors basically coming to power. One of the main characters. Yeah. Um, so it should be kind of cool. I don't know what their plan is. It, even this article talking to talks about, um, it, it might be that they take the better received of the two pilots, or maybe they'll have both of these going at the same time. Uh, there's up to five shows that they're working on, and it's not clear if all five shows will be aired or not. But yeah, we'll see. This one was it's like I said, House of Targaryen, and then. The other pilot was called Age of Heroes, and that one takes place 3,000 years before, or 6,000 years before Game of Thrones, where this one only take 300 years before Game of Thrones took place. But that is the TV news. Anyone geek it out about anything else? Yes. I yeah, played a big bunch about... of board games. Ooh. Cool. How'd it go? It was a blast. We had like 10 or 11 guys from church. All okay. showed up. We all played board games. I was there from like 9 a.m. till 3, and I left to go mow. But there were people staying till like 9 o'clock at night. Cool. And I got to play a bunch more uh, Key Forge, a game called Welcome To, where we were designing our own subdivisions. Okay. Um, we played a couple rounds of uh, Cuban Mafia and and a couple other things. But between the 10 of us, we probably had 50 board games available to choose from. So. Well. It was good. Cool. I think we're, uh, if I understood right, I think we're going to be trying to do one, like one game day a month or something. Okay. I love that. Very Which fun. would be cool. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's awesome. You can have about anything else, Shelly? Um, nope. Cool. Well, we'll end it there then. Joe, where can they find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games. And Shelly? You can find me on. Twitter at the shellshock24, which I'm actually using. Well, I haven't tweeted much, but I'm actually using Twitter now, so that's neat. Um, but you can also find me on Tuesday nights on uh, twitch.tv slash Grace. I'm still playing through Shadow of Mordor. So. Cool. And you can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor. In closing, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Peace. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.